Welcome to the Delve Into Money podcast. I am your host, Curtis Haney. This is the personal finance podcast where we attempt to demystify money by reviewing books and applying what we learn to our own financial journeys. Thank you so much for joining me on episode 25 of the Delve Into Money podcast. Last week, we talked about creating a budget, and you should now have a budget if you didn't have one before. This week, we're going to talk about having an emergency fund. So the question is, what is an emergency fund? An emergency fund is a stash of money set aside to cover the financial surprises life throws your way. These unexpected expenses and events can be stressful and costly. Here are some of the top emergencies people face. Job loss, medical or dental emergency, unexpected home repairs, car troubles, unplanned travel expenses. All of these things are things that can take families by surprise if they're not ready for the expense. By setting up an emergency fund, you can help protect you and your family from these unexpected expenses. I call it avoiding the poor tax. What do I mean by that? I mean that those who don't have money get the brunt end of the financial system in our society. Unexpected car troubles? Put it on a credit card and get charged 20%. Or if you can't pay it and have to take a bus, an Uber, or miss your job, which then results in you getting let go. Or another alternative is taking the bus, an Uber, or just missing your job. If you miss your job and do this consistently, the result is that you're going to get let go and end up on unemployment. It's a compounding problem, and we're going to do whatever we can to try and avoid that. So how much should you have in an emergency fund? The general suggestion is to have three to six months of expenses set aside for emergencies. This will cover you in case of job loss and allows you to look for and find a new job. Or at minimum, find an alternative so that you aren't out on the street. Now, you may budget, say, $5,000, but with an emergency fund, you want to remove expenses you wouldn't incur in a true emergency. This would be general spending, eating out, vacations, and savings goals. It's your discretion exactly what you do, but these are general guidelines. I know that our emergency fund is not three months or six months of our general monthly budget. We take out savings, investing, uh, some of our uh, just personal spending, as well as eating out and vacation or other savings goals. And that's what we use for our three to six month number. So what situations would you need to have more or less of an emergency fund? Because not all situations are equal. Some examples of times when you would need more of an emergency fund would be during a recession, because this is when unemployment rates are typically higher and the length of unemployment is also longer. So you want more of an emergency fund so that you can be able to be out of a job for a longer period of time if you are uneligible for unemployment. Even if you're eligible for unemployment, you don't get your full rate. So you you might need to make up some of that money with your emergency fund. Another reason you could need more is if you're in a high-risk industry where layoffs are common. This is common here in Oklahoma with the oil and gas industry. 
Another reason is if your income isn't steady or if you're retired. And if you're retired, you want to keep more cash just because you want it uh, to be out of the stock market uh, where it is more volatile because you're going to need it sooner than other people would need it. You could need less of an emergency fund if you have multiple streams of income. So if one stream of income is not going to affect your standard of living, you can hold less of an emergency fund uh, if you know that you could get a job quickly. So if, if the job market that you're in, they're readily available skills with a lot of people hiring, you know that you could get that job. Or if you have two incomes in your household and are only living off of one of them. Even in these situations, I think it's important that you still have that minimum three months emergency fund. So I suggest that you don't go below that and that that is the minimum amount that you would keep. So where do we keep our emergency fund? Because this is going to be cash or this is going to be money that's set aside. So we want this money to be liquid. It should be in a high yield savings account, not in the stock market or cryptocurrency investments. Let me repeat, it should be in a high yield savings account and not in the stock market or cryptocurrency investments. If you keep it in the stocks or cryptocurrency, it's likely to be down when you need it. And why do I say that? I say that because most situations where you're going to need to pull from emergency fund in a substantial way, and that would be a job loss, is going to be times when it's most likely to be a recessionary period where the stocks and cryptocurrencies are going to be down. So we want to avoid pulling from those investments while they're down. The risk is just not worth it. But that's also why you shouldn't keep too much because if you look at high yield savings accounts, it's almost a joke to call them high yield because they're generally less than 1% in today's current environment. If you want to save up a year or more worth of cash, there are reasons that you would keep, say, six months in a high-yield account with the rest in the market. This is just my personal opinion. This is not advice for you to take. You're going to have to look at your own situation, and everyone's situation is a little bit different. We keep three to six months in cash, and then we put the rest into some investment accounts uh, that are readily accessible. So that if we ran into a situation where we needed the cash, we would have a little bit of time before we had to choose whether to pull from those uh, assets. And here's the kicker of all of this. When we're talking about an emergency fund, if you cannot get to the three to six months immediately, anything is better than nothing. Anything. Even if it's $1,000, $2,000, $500, anything that can be a buffer between you and emergency is going to have long-term effects on your financial health. Every time you take out debt on that credit card, you're going backwards in life. It's just the reality of what it is. If you do not have an emergency fund, we need to find a way to get there. So that means selling things. That means looking what's in your house, selling on Facebook Marketplace, doing a garage sale, whatever you've got to do, you need to do. We need to make sacrifices today because a sacrifice today to create and hold an emergency fund in liquid cash is a bet on your future. It is going to drastically improve 
your long-term financial health. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please go and subscribe to the podcast if you've not. We'd love a five-star rating on Apple Podcast if that is where you're listening. Until next week, remember, healthy financial decisions are intentional financial decisions. Intentional decisions this week lead to a healthy financial future. Start today. We'll see you next week.